It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. The BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin Spencer Linton. Thank you, Terry South. Welcome back courtside at the Marriott Center as we now enter the coaches interview portion of our postgame show. Mark Pope putting on the headset right now as BYU wins 93-50. to They outscore Morgan State by 30 points in the second half. And just to paint the picture of what's happening right now, this is who Mark Pope is, signing autographs on a basketball as uh, we wait to ask him questions. And I told you we were going to expedite this thing. Yeah. We're, we're going to go up-tempo here. Yes. Okay. Okay. Woo, let's, let's, go let's, let's get you. Let's get you home. Um, let's start with, uh, with I guess, an area where Mark and I guessed wrong. We thought maybe you were going to be heated at halftime, maybe let some frustration out. But we learned from Richie Saunders, he said we had some breathing exercises. We kind of, like, thought, <laughs> like, okay, let's rediscover who we are. And then you did in the second half. So what happened from the first half to the second half where you started taking care of the ball? Well, I actually liked us for the first, like, 14 minutes of the, of the first half. And then we just had a little – we had a little three or four-minute just slump. And, you know, statistically, we, we managed some things really well. So our number one key defense was transition defense. Going to halftime, they had four transition possessions total for only two points, which is huge for us because it's a 20-plus percentage transition team. So I was really proud of that. Um, the, the things that I was surprised about, I was, you know, guarding our yard. Uh, you know, they do a really interesting thing. They're a heavy, heavy, heavy back cut team. They'll dribble all the way across the lane, back door, back door, back door. So our guys, we only, had, we only got beat on two back doors in the first half. But what was interesting is it took us totally out of gap help and left us really in isolation. And then consequently, oddly, there were a couple of things that we, we just weren't sharp. One was getting a hit on the defensive glass. We've been so great on the defensive glass, top 20 team in the country. And tonight we just got distracted by other things. And so we were kind of failing uh, repetitively to get a hit. Um, as a first key out of rotation on on, on the defensive end. Um, and then the other thing that was weird was that was different for us is we've just been such a good ball security team, and we just had unforced uh, situations, things we hadn't done. And it was just like one here, one there, one there. We've avoided that. And so those things were a little sideways the first half. But here's the thing. It's not because our guys aren't trying. Like our guys are trying. They want to win, right? It's, it's not like they need to be berated because they're not giving an effort. They're giving an effort. Um, it just is a matter of like, okay, let's refocus, okay? Let's find that, that space of focus where we're really present and we're dialed in on what we're trying to do. And the guys come out and respond. You know, we still had little moments where we were kind of out of gap credit uh, to Morgan State, um, out of gap help. We still had times where we weren't great on the glass, credit their penetration, but we did really, really take care of the ball and handle our business in a good way in the in the in the second half. How about that for a, a, a long Impressive. answer? Yeah. I thought he was trying to try to get you out of here, but that, yeah. was, that was a long yeah. answer. There you, go. there you go. I covered everything. There's nothing left. You know, you may not have gotten mad at you guys at halftime, but I, I think the maddest I've seen you this year is you were just talking to Trevin about this. Trevin passes up an open three. He's not going to pass up a lot, but yeah. maybe explain why that that's frustrating to you because I, I know how hard it is to get yeah. those looks, and that's yeah. what you want. Almost a little too unselfish. There. Yeah, it, you know, it's kind of almost back-to-back-ish. It was like in, in four possessions we had Trev turn down the one that was a turnover, then we had Noah turn down the wide-open corner three. And, and, and the thing is for us is, like, 
you know, it's pretty hard for people to understand, but that's the beginning of our offense. That's actually the beginning. We start our offense with a three, and then we're, we're just voracious on the offensive glass. Again, tonight, uh, you know, we, had, we were in double-figure offensive rebounds. I think we've been double-figures every single game, and then, and then we break open from there. And so, um, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm really upset with Noah and, and Trev. Uh, and a couple other guys that turned out shots because I'm trying to get to 35. Coach Feeder's <laughs> only trying to get to 30, and we only got to 29. <laughs> Come on, boys. Yeah, we were saying at one point it was 8 for 12, yeah, and, you know, it's kind of like, man, they haven't, they haven't fired up a lot of threes. But then they started to, yeah. like, really fire up late in the second the, half. The one thing that we know is that sh- is that good shots are going to be hard to come by in the Big 12. They're just hard to come by. And it was very much flavor in the NBA. In the NBA with the 24-second shot clock, if you turn down a shot, you're not getting another good one. And that's going to be the way it feels for us this year. If we get a shot, we have to take it. It's not the end of our offense. It's the beginning of our offense. But it's likely that if we turn down one, the one we're going to get from turning it down is not going to be very good. And so that's not a belligerent. That's not reckless. It's, it's, it's disciplined, and it's really focused. And that's the way we need to attack the game this year. Richie Saunders was sent over to us, and Mark Durant pointed him out. I said, who's, who's going to be your Y factor in tonight's game? He yeah. said, oh, it's going to be Richie Saunders. Yeah. Just all little things he does, yeah. the way he plays the game. Um, how did you see and assess Richie's performance tonight? Yeah, yeah, Richie always brings energy. What he's done so great this year is he's, he's, ex- he's exerting this incredible energy on the defensive end without fouling. Last year it was always resulting in a foul. Now he's way more disciplined this year as a sophomore, and he's having an impact on the defensive end. So, for example – you know, we're kind of on our heels a little bit. They're getting us in some isolation situations. They're hitting a couple shots that they haven't hit. And 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 they're kind of, you know, on their toes downhill. And Richie subs in the game in the second half and immediately has a deflection on the left wing. Uh, their foreman, number five, had the ball, was swinging it through, and Richie just tipped it out of, out of bounds. What that does to a team is all of a sudden now they're not doing whatever they want to do. They're like, they have to actually consider us. They, they, they're not just thinking about the next thing, the next play. They're thinking about how do I manage this. And he's done that consistently this year um, in, in a really beautiful way without fouling. And he's also, I think every game he gets a pick six. I think every single game he has, right? And those are impactful. Those are really impactful. Uh, so he's been great for us that way. BYU fans were hoping that there was one less pick six today. <laughs> but uh, I digress. Well, hey, now. <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah, I lo- hey, how great with those guys, man. They fought. They, they, they oh, fought. an incredible you know effort. What? You know what? When, 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 when you see a team fight like that, sometimes things don't go exactly right. But when you see them fight, it's like, that's my guys, man. Yeah. I love them. Like, that, that, and, and, and I think all of Cougar Nation feels that way. And. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah, they can relate to you saying, hey, we got back to who we are at halftime. Like BYU yep. football, it felt like today they yep. got back to who they are. Amen. Yep. All right, we're going to take our first break and come back with the second half of our coaches interview. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show on the BYU Sports Radio Network presented by Newskin. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to Spencer Linton. BYU victorious over Morgan State, 93-50. to The Cougars off to a 4-0 start here early in the season, and they prepare for adventures in Las Vegas over Thanksgiving. We are joined courtside by BYU head coach Mark Pope. Mark Durant, the analyst, as always, in his greatness, sits to my left. Uh, Coach Pope, I'd like to point out the 
feature valuable stat of the game brought to you by Economics Partners. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise one of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Go to econpartners.com. Okay, so we're getting numbers heavy here, but there are two things I want to point out. Fast break points, 32-4 to advantage of BYU, Coach. Uh, what do you attribute the success there to? Well, so, you know, we're really emphasizing thrust again this year. Our guys are doing it with a little bit more sanity than we tried to do it last year. Um, and and it, actually, I, we really had a good moment. It was maybe eight minutes into the game, right, that like six to eight to ten to twelve-minute mark where, um, you know, we've been racing up and down the floor with Morgan State, and all of a sudden Morgan State was like, whoa, we're not interested in running up and down this floor anymore. And it, it actually had a huge inf- impact on their half-court offense because they were so gassed they, they stopped cutting. And that's what this altitude can do, and that's what the tempo does, and that's why this is such an important – you know, it's one of the built-in home court advantages that we have that we have to take advantage of, and our guys have worked enough on conditioning and, and we're deep enough, and they're you – know, you know, in contrast to last year where we were so young and so new, we, we have some experience, and guys can make decisions uh, in the full court. And so I, I'm really proud of that. We had over 30 transition possessions. Our goal was 25. We got to, I think we ended up with 31. Wow. And so I'm really proud of that. That's not easy to do. That's a lot of effort. And so, um, so you know, we're going to continue to try and double down on, on forcing uh, pace to this game through the whole season. And, and you've got a lot of those, it seemed, up, up made baskets as well, getting it up the sideline. And, yeah. and that was impressive. Now, you, you've had these four games here. You know that, that how great this building is and how that can help your team. You, you've, you've dominated your performance. But now you go this week, uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, tell us a little bit about this tournament. What do you know about Arizona State? And what is this team going to need to do on a neutral floor to yeah. continue doing what, what you're doing? Yeah, well, listen, we have a home court advantage for sure. And so we're going to be without it, right? And so that's going to be a new experience for us. We're not going to be able to feed off the energy of, of this crowd. And usually these MTEs are – you know, it's just a different vibe. There's, there's not a home team. It's they're usually a little bit less, less highly attended certainly, and um, so the gyms will feel differently. We're, we're playing uh, better quality teams. Arizona State, North Carolina State, Vanderbilt are all three big time teams, and so, uh, you know, things won't come as easy. Uh, there'll be more frustration in the game that, that we, we kind of have to feel our way through, but. I think our guys are excited and confident, and we can't wait to get down there and, and again, test ourselves and see where we are right now, see where we are on Thursday night. What can we accomplish on th- uh, you know next Thursday night? And I think our guys are really excited about it. How will you handle the Thanksgiving holiday? Is there, is there a team meal before the game? Are you going to try and do something early in the day? How, how will that whole thing yeah, work? Yeah, we we're actually doing a full uh, – our, our entire travel party, which I think is 64 people, is going to have a, uh, a really, really nice dinner on Wednesday night. Um, we have uh, a lot of guys on our team on a weight gain plan, a couple guys on a weight loss plan, and so they will eat accordingly. <laughs> that Thanksgiving will be monitored. But it's going to be a really great. It's going to be a really great night. I'm super excited about it because this is a, this is a really special group of people that we have together. And then you know, then Thursday's so long for us, so we don't play till I think 9 p.m. Right. our time, or no, nine. It's 10 p.m. our yeah. time. Yeah. 9 yeah. So it's going to be a really really long day. We're going to try and break it up the best we can. 
Um, but Thursday is basketball, and Friday is basketball uh, for our families. Hopefully, we'll find some things for them to do and enjoy, enjoy Thursday, Thanksgiving. But we're, we're doing our Thanksgiving dinner Wednesday. Are you on a weight gain or a weight loss program? Coach? I'm on a weight loss, man. But I'm doing, I'm doing it, bro. Are like, you really? I dipped under 240, man. I'm fire. Leanne is like, you look so sexy. <laughs> what? Mark's on wow. a cut, and it's paying Bring off. it, guys. Bring it. You, you got a high, high bar with her. You need. To oh, really it's, shape I have no up, chance. I, I don't. I have no chance. Like it's like, how do you even like not not compete? How oh, do you even exist in the same hemisphere with that woman? <laughs> I feel that to my core with my wife. Like <laughs> no, I can relate right? to you on such a deep uh, level, right there. Talk about like <laughs> swinging above your weight class. Oh my, my goodness! Gosh. All right, uh, one other stat I'd like to point out, Coach. Uh, not only did you lead from you know start to finish, and that's always a nice thing, but. 44 bench points. Yep. Uh, again, this is this is pretty wild. So I can't help but wonder, all right, when uh, you do get a couple of guys back and healthy, yep. how are you going to fit the likes of, you know, some stars that have been sitting out into what is already becoming a really, really proficient rotation? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a great problem for us to have right now. And, it, you know, the, the game teaches you everything. The game, like, the game is an unbelievable teacher. And, and the game kind of tells us how it's going to work. Uh, we'll switch. Uh, we'll make changes to the starting lineup here as we go through the course of the season. Um, but, but, you know, there's, it's, it's interesting. Like, you think about Jax, for example, tonight. He's coming off the bench, but he plays the second most minutes, has the most shots, is the leading scorer, uh, you know, and puts up unbelievable numbers. And that's why this kind of first, the starting coming off the bench is kind of like fake. It, it doesn't really actually mean anything. In fact, sometimes coming off the bench, you actually earn a better matchup because you get to play against a, a, a second rotation player. So there's a million things that kind of go into that equation. Uh, but, w- you know, our depth is is, is vitally important for us. Um, to, you know, you think about it, and I t- we talked about this last game, but, you know, I spent the entire um, – uh, you know, I had uh, one point this summer. I had four point guards, and I had three five men, and I spent five of the six weeks in the training camp with only one functional point guard and only one functional big man. And you're trying to scrimmage against yourselves, right? So, uh, this depth is wildly important, and we're excited to uh, to get Ali and, and uh, Dawson back when they're ready, and we'll filter them in and figure out how to make it work. But um, we're really blessed to have a lot of guys that are about this team first, and they're more interested in making whatever minutes and opportunity they have on the court great than worrying about how many minutes or how many opportunities they have. Mark Durant, any final thoughts for the coach before we let him uh, go off and, and enjoy some time with his wife? No, man. Keep it going. Uh, I love how united this team and unselfish this team is, and I love the way they're playing. They're playing hard. They're playing right. So yep. keep it up. Appreciate you guys. Let's go, guys. Oh, you know what I need? I need before you go? Yeah. What's your go-to Thanksgiving dessert? Ooh, dessert. Uh, I rarely make it to dessert because I eat so much green bean casserole. you got to worry. You're on a cut. Green, I, I shouldn't Le- even ask Leanne, that. Leanne green makes bean this casserole. You're using all your stuff. You don't understand. Green like, this green bean casserole, it's <laughs> like <laughs> this, this, this green bean casserole is a life-changing experience. Like, if you're lucky enough, someday Miss Leanne's going to invite you guys over to Thanksgiving dinner. It'll change you. You won't make it past the casserole. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it is incredible. Wow. Fashion and she can bring it with the green bean casserole. You're unfair, Leanne. She's, sta- she's staring. You're unfair. Get out of here, both of you. Go and enjoy a Saturday Thanks, night. Congratulations on the win. Night. Appreciate Happy it. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, great stuff with the head coach, Mark Pope. We'll take a final timeout. 
come back with our final thoughts as we wrap up the BYU Creamier Cougar postgame coaches show. This is the New Skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to Spencer Linton. Welcome back courtside as we put a bow on another blowout victory by BYU basketball. 93-50 winners over Morgan State. And Mark, now the challenge turns to Las Vegas. And BYU will play on Thanksgiving and on Black Friday. They'll open up against Arizona State. What should BYU fans expect as the Cougars go on the road of sorts for the first time this season? And again, you said, listen, the key to happiness in life is managing expectations. So what should Cougar fans expect outside of the Marriott Center? You know, they played in that building before Mandalay Bay, and they beat Creighton after losing, I think, to South Dakota was the game before. So, And they weren't supposed to win that. They played well. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But to say, I expect BYU to continue to play the way they're playing and rebound the heck out of the ball, play good defense, shoot the three, uh, attack, 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 fast break, uh, use all 10 guys you got and run, run it at people. Uh, I am excited to see how, uh, you, you know, it gets a little bit better competition. Uh, and uh, it'll tell us a lot about this team, where they're at, and what they need to work on. But I'm excited for it. I, I want a challenge. I want to see how this team will perform against a little better competition. So it'll be a fun weekend. So let's play the hypothetical game here. And I know this is always a little bit dangerous, but and, and I know fans vary on whether they're willing to go emotionally with their wearing of the blue goggles or staying away from the blue goggles. But let's just say BYU comes home from Las Vegas unscathed, and they're 6-0. and at that point, is it time to go all in on the fact that this BYU team is better than people expected and that they're going to be an NCAA tournament team? Oh, absolutely. I, you know, they're, you're, looking, you're knocking at the top, on the top 25 now, but if you go and you beat some good quality programs and maybe depending on how you do it, and, and that's, a, that's a big if. I mean, it's going to be hard to go win that tournament, but at that point, then absolutely all in. I know BYU fans have been hurt before, but th- this team – is solid. They're good shooters. They've got a lot of weapons. Uh, they play hard and a lot to like about this team. So I expect them to have success. We'll see how it goes, but I'm, I'm excited for it. Well, uh, just make sure you eat a big Thanksgiving dinner. Get a long nap because it's going to be a <laughs> late, be late start, right? So, so just get I'm, that long nap I'm, and then watch BYU basketball on Thanksgiving night. I'm really used to late nights in Vegas, as you know. I mean, that, that's early for me. But <laughs> Listen, great job, Spencer. I, I just absolutely love doing this with you. You know I love and admire you, and I just think the world of you. Cougar fans out there, I know you think Jer- uh, uh, Jerem, Spencer is nice and awesome and wonderful. He's even more than all of those things. He's one of the great guys you'll ever want to meet. You did a great job tonight. I know it's been a long week for you, but, man, what a great job. And it was super fun for me. got a beautiful family. I met your sister, uh, your mom. I love your mom. Hey, Hi, you're, mom. You, she she's is your number one fan. Christi, right? Christine, and she's your number one fan. I love her. And you're always so kind to my family. Anyway, that's a long way of saying I love you, brother, and a great job tonight. Hey, appreciate you. Appreciate you being uh, here with me and – what a great experience it was for me to call my first men's basketball game on the radio side. I've done a lot of basketball games man, on the team side. All, this man. is the first time on radio, and that's uh, it's always memorable when the you have The pinnacle of your career doing it's, the It was radio tonight, <laughs> sitting next to uh, the incredible and unflappable Mark Durant. Thank you, sir. Appreciate those kind words. Um, Arizona State, again, Thanksgiving night. 
9 p.m. Vegas time. So it's a 10 p.m. Mountain Time start, and then BYU will face either NC State or Vanderbilt on Black Friday. And depending on when that game happens or when BYU, if BYU wins or loses, it'll be either a 5 p.m. or 7 p.m. Pacific Time start. That'll wrap up our coverage from the Marriott Center courtside as BYU wins 93-50 over Morgan State to move to 4-0 on the season. It's a winning night for BYU athletics all around as women's soccer moves on to the Elite Eight with a 3-1 win against Michigan State. In fact, Greg Rebell just walked in courtside. We're feeling the winning vibes here. It was great to sit in for uh, the GOAT here at BYU and uh, BYU basketball 4-0 as they push on to Las Vegas. So in the words of Greg Rebell, if I can steal his phrase, in the meantime and in between time, be well. BYU wins tonight over Morgan State. We'll see you next time from Las Vegas as Greg Rebell takes over those responsibilities once again. Good night, everyone. You've been listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by All Pro Capital, Real Estate Investments, by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Brought to you by Ken Garth, we hear you. And by Smith's Food and Drug, proud partner of BYU Athletics. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Shane Reese, Vice President Keith Borkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.